To know that you like computers. Yes. To go to the computer show. Yes. To see me standing Fred Durst? there. He's like Iggy. Oh, I, I, you, you are sorely mistaken. I, I, I Play something from uh, $3 Bill, y'all. What is that? That's the uh, the landmark Limp Biscuit album. Uh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, my God. I mean, that, that... Wait, you don't agree that those are the most crucial grooves you've heard since Funkadelic? Uh, what, Limp Biscuit grooves? Yeah, absolutely, It's I like don't. the ultimate cross between, between Funkadelic and Rob Tyner. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't agree at all. Oh, y- you do not deserve a radio show. CITR 101.9 FM, your crucial groove station. It's just a lot of BS.
some stone roses to start the show off today. Actually, it was the Inspiral Carpets starting the show off today, but we're here now. It is coming up on 15 minutes after the hour, and you're listening to 101.9 FM CITR here in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio. Available also on cable, 101.9 FM, and in streaming format at www.citr.ca, where you can also download podcasts of this and many other of the fine shows here on CITR. And which show is this? As always, starting at 6, it is Stereoscopic Readout, your source for psychedelia, garage rock, freak beat, acid, punk, progressive rock and other socially and musically relevant artifacts from 1965 to today and started that off as i said with in spiral carpets not exactly vintage psych not exactly shall we say um painstakingly recrafted uh new psych it's just some stuff that you would have heard on the dance floor say at love affair or wherever else in about 1991 um from their first album, Life, that was Commercial Rain, and then the Stone Roses from their first album, and Don't Stop. Wanted to start off with some stuff that sounded vaguely psychedelic, but this is my birthday show, so I'm going to play what I want. And yes, Sunday, born August 17, 1971, so this is the birthday celebration for me. And being a Leo, I'm going to do the traditional thing I did last year, and I'm going to do it again this year, and I'll probably do it again next year if I'm still on the air, and that is Zodiac Cosmic Sounds, Leo. Claiming the whole sky as its own. Leo, Lord of Lights, bursts upon the scene with orange-yellow splendor. Walks. Every room is a stage, every face a spotlight, every word and gesture etched in stone.
rubies on his royal fingers and diamonds on his regal toes. Proud Leo, with life overflowing, will hear applause wherever he goes. several fine young men who I'm sure are gonna go far. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. Hi, these minstrels will soothe my jangled nerves. I'd just like to say this gig sucks. Hey, up your Springfield. One, two, three, four. you old bastard. Hey, I think they liked us. Have the Rolling Stones killed? Oh, sir, those aren't... Do as I say. Prince of the
could find a way Would I become like you, yeah If I could throw myself away Would I become like you Would I know just where I stood Would my heart be made out of wood? Out of wood, out of wood, out of wood. If I could be a brick, would I become like you? Yeah. If I could give my best friend a kick, would I become like you? Would I know just where I was at? Would my brains be where I sat? Where I sat, where I sat, where I sat. Would I become like you, yeah? Would I become like you? Hello there, planet again. some small faces there for you and become like you i think there's some information about that what was it i don't think oh it doesn't say anything about that whether or not it was a b-side i really should know that but i don't so i apologize (laughs) but uh small faces um one of their lesser known songs for you and of course the Rolling Stones before that with one of their lesser-known singles, uh, Dandelion, released in the summer of 1967, um, I believe after the... was it? No, it was the B-side. I'm sorry. It was the B-side to... That was the B-side to something. Yeah, it was the B-side to, to We Love You. There we go. Their great Two Fingers to the Establishment single released after Mick and Keith were convicted on drug charges after the infamous Redlands pot party and at the time Brian Jones was still pending um his court date over a uh, unrelated drug offense of his own um and started that off with Zodiac Cosmic Sounds a an exploitation album put out in the 60s by um a bunch of Los Angeles studio musicians, but I have it on authority from Luke Meat that it is CanCon, actually. It was a guy from Toronto who put that whole thing together and wrote the music. Um, and then wedged in, obviously, a snippet of The Simpsons. Um, anyway, started the set, started the whole show off with some uh, inspired by Psych stuff, and I'm going to go into a set of Neo Psych, I guess, Neo Garage. Uh, we've been getting some uh, through the through the intermediaries of um, Mr. William Hay of the Painted Ship. We've been getting some material from a Greek band, a fantastic Greek band called Yesterday's Thoughts, who had a few releases, uh, a single out in 1998 and an album in 2002 and another one in 2006. And there's another one 
hopefully winging its way to us even as I speak. Um, Will has a copy of the album. The album's in the can. Uh, they're waiting on a release for it. And I'm talking about Yesterday's Thoughts. They are available on uh, Sound Effect Records out of Greece. But uh, you can obviously find them at... They do have a MySpace site. And uh, yeah, the band is Yesterday's Thoughts. There's nothing clever or unusual or different about the spelling. Just spell it or search for it the way you'd find it. Um, anyway, where am I going with this? Oh, yes, I'm going to play some stuff with the stuff by them for you. Starting off with Searching in Shadows, the title track of their 2002 album. I can do the show. You're starting tonight. Well, do it live! If you talk to the average teenager of today and you ask them what it is about rock and roll music that they like, the first thing they'll say is the beat, the beat, the beat. The Biltmore Cabaret at 395 Kingsway is Vancouver's newest live showroom devoted to independent music of all genres. But a lot of these groups are nothing but pure uh, carnality and uh, fleshly and so forth. But... Check out BiltmoreCabaret.com for upcoming show info and DJ nights. You're pretty happy with the way you look and the attitude you've got, are you? Now, the electric prunes for Fox, bringing you the exciting new sound of the Fox Wah Wah pedal. 
Let the electric prunes demonstrate the difference. Play it prunes first without the wah-wah pedal. Now, listen to the difference when you push that box wah-wah pedal down. You can even make your guitar sound like a sitar. It's the now sound. It's what's happening. That's why the electric prunes, animals, Herman's Hermits, Paul Revere and the Raiders, Stones, the Seeds, are all using the Vox Wah-Wah pedal, and it works with any amplifier. If you're a professional musician or want to sound like one, get with the new Vox Wah-Wah pedal at your Vox dealer now. As demonstrated on Rumble Tone Radio Agogo, heard Wednesdays from 3 till 5 p.m. here on CITR. Around the line, 
Vancouver's Green Hour Band for you there from their debut self-titled album released earlier this year and that was the Clock Tower's Request. You will be able to catch uh, the Green Hour at the party at Victory Square on Labor Day weekend Uh, so stay tuned for more information as it comes. Uh, Before them you heard Edinburgh Scotland's The Thanes with Lazy Bones and two tracks before that from Greece's Yesterday's Thoughts. Um, Yesterday's Thoughts having a new album coming out very soon, which they will be mailing to the station. So hopefully they'll get on playlist and you'll hear a lot more of it. And from what I hear, it's pretty darn good. Uh, Yesterday's Thoughts comprised Demetrius Megadude. Megadis, Megadis. 
Demetrius Megadesidus on vocals and Farfisa. Oh, vocals and Farfisa. Yes, Spiros Megadesidus and guitar. Lefteris Galanis on bass. Georgios Vajetlakis on drums. And ooh, where we are. Past members, actually. Um, there's some past members mentioned there, too. But uh, thanks very much to Lefteris for mailing the CD with a original, what is it? The first seven inch and the first album, Searching in Shadows. And then the last album, Let's Take a Ride with Yesterday's Thoughts, released in 2004. That's interesting. Yes, 2004. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, hopefully the new album will be in soon. Uh, good stuff. Um, coming up, we have, and I was announcing this starting a few... Well, last time I did a uh, an album side feature on Kensington Market, I mentioned that Pacemaker, those wonderful folks who keep reissuing Lost... Uh, the Great Lost Canadian Psych and Garage albums were going to be giving the two Kensington Market albums a re-release, and they have done so. And I picked up Kensington, oh, no, sorry, Avenue Road uh, the other week. I meant to, I've been meaning to play this for the last two shows, but I just keep getting one thing or another in the way. But I'm going to do that now. Uh, it's, our album feature today is going to be, our album side feature, the, that is, is going to be Kensington Market's side two of avenue road which was their debut album and was produced by none other than felix papillardi who went on he'd already produced cream and would go on to play with the band mountain where are we at here yes side two so kensington market formed in 1967 and it was in 1968 they would Al, I'm sorry, lineup being Keith McKee, who was the chief composer, lead singer, and guitar, Jimmy Watson on drums and sitar, Alex Darrow on bass, and Gene Martinek, lead guitar, electric piano, secondary songwriter, and backup singer. They would add in 1968 Luke Gibson, formerly of Luke and the Apostles, on basically backup guitar and this is side two of their debut album um actually before that though see out there who's listening um i have some tickets to give away i'm going to give away a pair of tickets for thursday september the 25th a place to bury strangers at the biltmore cabaret the first person to call me at 604-822-2487 will win two tickets to see A Place to Bury Strangers at the Biltmore on the 25th. And here we go.
approaching 7 p.m. here on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio, and you're listening to Stereoscopic Readout with me, your host, Darren. I'm here till 7.30. Um, and then Bleak is at the controls with Exquisite Corpse. Ben Lai is up at 9 with Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. And then... Who knows what happens. But that's it for the programming this evening. So there you have it. Um, And as always, the show is podcast. If you go to www.citr.ca and click on the obvious as sin link to podcast page. And you look down the podcast page and there's a menu entitled Indie Eclectic and you can find my show stereoscopic readout you can find all kinds of great shows i think actually i think almost every show is podcast maybe some of the newer ones uh might not be have a podcasting account yet or an account to to the podcast editor yet but uh i'm digressing what you just heard was side two of kensington market's debut 1968 debut album avenue road uh which was released i think at the time on warner's warner's Informal music. Yes. Released on Warner's and produced by Felix Papillardi. Um Kensington Market, as it were, were actually I mean they were already a big name in Toronto, but they're the they made the, the that leap to the next level of their career uh through the with the assistance of Zalyanovsky, who had recently been kicked out of the band Loving Spoonful. And that in and of itself is a is a whole other story. But uh, Zal being a uh, native Torontonian with very firm roots in New York City at the time was uh, basically raving about the band to everybody who would listen. And he did end up getting a uh, Felix Papillardi to come by and listen to the band and sign them to a production contract. I think what you need to understand about the 60s, or at least that era... Of music was that producers had a lot more power to, shall we say, sign bands. There weren't really A and R departments at record labels. Uh, producers had a lot more freedom to go out find bands and then either shop the band to whoever wanted to uh, record them or just basically sign a band to a contract for a specific label that that producer was working for. The best known example of that obviously being George Martin working at EMI who signed the Beatles but uh, yeah the rest was history actually and they were quite lucky to get Papillardi as a producer because Cream's Disraeli Gears who which he had just produced had not come out yet when he signed Kensington Market and then all of a sudden he had this production deal with them and he turned out to be the most in-demand producer on the east coast of the US so they were quite uh, fortuitous in that regard Anyway, we are moving right along, and I'm going to shift gears on you. This is, this is a band that uh, curls our friend Luke Luke meets toes in all the right ways. Uh, Swedish, I guess the birth of Prague. It's kind of on that psych Prague cusp because they certainly have some very droney stuff. Uh, predates, I guess. So there's any number of dates Luke, any number of bands that Luke could probably identify that these guys would have. Uh, counted as influences towards but I'm talking about Sweden's baby grandmothers mm-hmm. 
Sweden's Baby Grandmothers recorded on Finnish radio. That was a live performance from uh, 27th of March, 1968. That is available on a... I don't know if it's a re-release. Actually, I think they never really had an album. They only had one single. Uh, Being is More Than Life, which doesn't come on... The single version, I don't think, comes on this album. But it is entitled Baby Grandmothers and is available on Subliminal Records. It was released last year. So if you want to check them out, www.subliminalsounds.se. Uh, Baby Grandmothers, actually, I think they had their major moment in the sun was opening for Jimi Hendrix in Stockholm. And... <clears throat> Jimmy did apparently spend a certain a good amount of time jamming with at least a couple of the guys in the band after the show during a sojourn in Sweden. It was one of actually his, I think it's been quoted as being one of his uh, happier moments from the latter part of his career before he uh, died because, I mean, obviously he was getting screwed around by management. He was getting booked to play every every show that was going uh he was in a lot of debt over the construction of electric elect, electric ladyland studios etc everybody wanted a piece of jimmy and he just couldn't say no but apparently that was a great jam and coming into the last 15 minutes of stereoscopic readout here on 101.9 fm citr stereoscopic readout apparently makes for some very good music to wash your dishes to so if you're uh if you're cont- if you're procrastinating and you got dishes to do you got 15 minutes in which to do those dishes because i can't vouch for bleak's ability to make good dishwashing soundtrack music but he's worth a listen at any rate there's always something good on on uh, exquisite corpse so stay tuned. In fact, you're probably already tuning in in anticipation of his show. But like I said, we still got 15 minutes. So without further ado, this is the id. Yeah. 
some uh, Morgan there for you of dreams taken from 30 seconds below below before 30 seconds before the calico wall actually that was kind of an all arf arf set uh it started that with band the id and the track the rake i don't know if that was supposed to be their attempt at starting some kind of dance craze but uh i can't imagine dancing to that um right people after that with the shadow is my soul and then Freeborn with Land of Diana. Both the Freeborn and the Id tracks were taken from Heavy Dose of Light Psych, which is also available on Arfarf Records. There's been a bunch of Arfarf stuff re-released in recent days. I think uh, Overdose of Heavy Psych is available at Zulu. And Morgan rounding us off. So that's it for me for this week. Um... This weekend is Hippie Days on 4th Avenue and at the Cypress and 4th Stage. I think around 3 o'clock, but I'd have to check on that. You should too, because I don't want to give you faulty information. But this band that I'm 
sending off with the United Empire Loyalists are will be reforming and doing a set uh, at the stage at Fourth and Cyprus. So do go check them out. They kick ass. Um, I don't know. I think they're down to a three piece, but uh, that would be. And I'm assuming the lineup would be Rick Ends, Jeff Ridley, and Glenn Hendrickson. And if it's not Glenn Hendrickson, it would probably be Richard Crookshank. But we we will we will see. Anyway, this is uh, hanging around. Live on the CBC from 1968. I will see you next week. Bleak is in next. And a shout out to those of you who are doing your dishes. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) 